welcome. Pull up a seat, grab a cup, and get ready to share, listen, and learn. This is my favorite coffee story with your host, Aniko Samoji. You'll hear about the stories about coffee itself, the history, health benefits, recipes, and more, along with some personal stories inspired by coffee and the lifestyle. Now, here is Aniko Somoji. Welcome to my favorite coffee story. We're really happy you've joined us today. We have a great show. We're talking about tasting the truth about coffee. And we have an incredible guest, Lan Marbury. And before I introduce Lan, we have our Anikona Farm moment. We always love sharing about the farm and For our listeners around the world, we love to bring you to the farm with us right above Kona Town in beautiful Haluoloa, Hawaii. We've been doing our harvest right now as we speak. And so if I could share with you something that's very notable about our harvest, the The aromas of the coffee is something so wonderful right now. As you meander through the coffee trees, you you can tell that the trees are ripe. Sometimes they still have some flowers on them, some beautiful white flowers. But right now, since we're picking, we can just have these beautiful, fresh coffee trees. But also as you walk through our coffee terroir, you'll experience coffee roasting going on. So you get this delicious, fresh coffee taste, Kona coffee smell just in the air. And you know, it's harvest time. And I thought I'd just bring our listeners to us to Anikona Farm and just say, we're so delighted we can share these moments together. So let's talk about tasting the truth about coffee. Lan Marbury is so kind to join us today. She's the CEO from Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company, and their coffee has grown in Vietnam for over 40 years. And we are so delighted you've joined us. Welcome to My Favorite Coffee Story, Lan. Thank you, Aniko. Thank you for having me. We are so pleased you're with us, and we can't wait to hear more about Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company, how you started the coffee company. But first, we thought we would ask you, Lan, what it was like to grow up on your family coffee farm in southwest Vietnam. Please share with us some of your early days. I was, I was born and grew up in a small village. Uh, and it's small and beautiful village of Hoa An. Uh, it belongs to Dak Lak in Vietnam. And um, the area was have an uh, amazing and beautiful tropical weather uh, with the two distinct seasons. Um, like you know, from January to June, the weather in the area were very, very warm, humid, and dry. But from July to to December was very rainy, stormy, and wet. And um, the land of the area is contained the bargain red soil, so it's a very good with the hydrogen iron concentrations and the iron organics, which is very good for the absorbing water. In this area, is excellent. It's the area that is excellent for tropical plants to grow, especially yes. coffee. And 
my my family coffee is it's a long <laughs> it's a long story one but uh in the my father started a farm 1978 and um before i go back to the farm uh or my family farm i also want to just share with you a little bit about the people in the village of uh of Hoang, where i grew up with uh the village uh not only just lovely but people are very delightful most are hard working families and most of them are uh farmer agriculture uh farmer and uh the population of the of the Hoang village at the time when i grew up was just about around 500 families 500 households in the village um it's a very co- collective litis culture we will work hard we will help each other out and especially we will have strong passion about growing the different different uh, crop different plantations and now is myself i am the oldest child of the fa- of the family of five children and uh, my father is uh, his as i say he started from 1978 and so through the uh, i i i had the opportunity to see on from the time that he started planting the coffee uh, well or even after that even more farm that he grow in or oh, it landed after and after at we grow up we see it on and uh, i also have opportunity to work with him in the farm um until my young adult life that sounds like such an incredible growing up time with your family on the farm in the tiny village of hua an in vietnam's dak lak province I'm so curious this area of course does have some altitude and is it correct that your farm is about 5200 feet above sea level and you right uh, they also the area is um below than that below than that and you know that Vietnam the elevation uh, it consider it's the central highland of Vietnam but the, some area is have a higher hill <laughs> some less and so um you can see a lot of hill the average is just about 800 900 um mid height and so but some are the very, into the 5000 uh, about 5200 feet high um uh up elevation yes I love how you describe land how you grew up between the coffee trees often just hanging out in a hammock strung between the coffee trees and I can just picture you there growing up with your siblings working with your father watching him plant the coffee trees that must have been an incredible growing up time and I I think it's fascinating how you then at some point decided to attend university at the University of Oregon and and actually venture to the United States how did that go about how did you make that decision and i don't know even how i think i could not believe that uh who i am today as sitting in oregon uh, uh, in the beautiful uh, state of oregon and talking to you um with through the educational path and on the uh, the experience the working professional life um of from the little girl in the village so i yes. um in the route 19 um 
1990, 1998s, um, as you know, that I, um, uh, I first time got the, um, got the accepted a letter, the admission letter from a university in Ho Chi Minh City, which we called Saigon before, and they, um, I, I just so happy, cheerfully to show my father, uh, waiting for him to come home from working in the coffee farm and show him that, that I got accepted to the university. But at the, at the moment, uh, my father uh, looked at me and I was happy, but please, he told me that, oh, darling, I, I wish I read that uh, you can go to the higher education, but I am sorry. As you see, the coffee is 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 lay here. It's it's own wet, and no people buying the coffee. And yes, at that moment, the co- a thousand thousand kilograms of coffee laying under absorbing uh, in the water when we try to the right process. Coffee bean and the coffee will lie there. And with, by hearing my father say that, he said that, I'm sorry, I don't know how we afford you to go to the university uh, at this time. And so I look at my dad and mom and, and uh, my sibling at the time. I say, okay, dad, mm. I will try. I know what to do. <laughs> so I walk yes. away. My, uh, yes, I walk away to, uh, away the, from the village uh, with the from eight hour by bus by bus by by van by uh, by yes. van to go to to Ho Chi Minh City. It's eight hour from the village, and uh, my father probably went to borrow uh, about five hundred Vietnam dong at the time. It's equivalent about twenty twenty two twenty three U.S. dollar nowadays that he sent along to me, so then I can go. I, I, I can uh, go to university in 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 Saigon, and very much uh, I half time study, half time working. I don't even know how many part time a, a job that I had to go through. And then at the time that uh, one day I also it somehow that my life is so. It involved it into the coffee and 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 owned about somehow it turned around. So uh, one yes. one day I was in the co- coffee shop and meeting with uh, having a coffee with a friend, and then uh, I met um, a gentleman and who became my husband. Uh, three years after that, we married in the in the village in the coffee. Village, and then um, I did, we decided to come to the U.S. because uh, the family and perhaps let's make a long story to talk is that I just follow my heart and uh, there's a day uh, a family and uh, a light a light time in the U.S. and in Oregon. That is a beautiful story, Lynn, and I'm so happy for you that it worked out that you were able to attend the University of Oregon between 2011 and 2014, and that's just, thank you for sharing that. I'm curious if you had some favorite classes or mentors, and even maybe some of your working experiences during that, during that time as an administrative intern, please share with us about those days. Absolutely. Let me, uh, let me, uh, give, let me back up a little bit for that. It is when, you know, at, you know that carry, carry a, a university degree, uh, a diploma from Vietnam, it was not equivalent to transfer or somehow that 
uh, will be able to yield much here in in the U.S. And as you know, that the the, lang- the language, the primary was the Vietnamese at the time. I was thankfully that I did learn in some Mandarin at the time. But anyway, uh, when I came here, I very much had to begin in my life before even I attended the University of Oregon. I had to go back to study ESOL, which is English as a second language uh, at the community college. And that is where very much the educational path has just opened me, opened my eye to a new world and new life in in, in the North America, and he, here we are. Uh, when I was at the when I was at the community college, uh, I that is called Portland Community College, and I love everything that I doing during the the college year. Especially, I very much am a very much involvable person into the community. I do community work. It doesn't matter what is that the volunteer service it is. I just want to be myself into the 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 activity that to help the community. So at that after that, I got the um the admission to the University of Oregon, and um, very much choosing the um, the college, the college of education, and the program that I be in. I be surrounded with a, a wonderful uh, in, uh, intellectual professor, uh, a professional. And also the beautiful uh, supportive classmates that I have be a part. It's more for me as a to me it's like a second family that I learn and and work together in the in the community in Oregon. And and yes, there are many many uh, <laughs> just say the many of my favorite uh, my many class are my favorites because each of them have a unique. Very unique yes. element that it just touched my life, and I feel it meets the needs for me to learn what I need to learn too. But also, um, at the time that I met a professor who also a director of the program that I in at the University of Oregon, one day I went to his office hour visit with him and look at me. He said that Lang, <laughs> I'm going to say that Lang, you are you are very intelligent woman. You are intelligent. Person, one day I think the best you can go get an MBA, and that is will let you to your future and achieve your dreams. And so, at that time, I thought, "Wow, how come hearing the the professor tell me that, uh, evaluate me in that case?" I thought, um, "I better just not only just uh, listen to myself, but listen." To everything around me, everyone around me who support me to to probably to lift me up uh, in in life. So yes, so that's my experience at University of Oregon. And you had, I loved how you were part of the community, and it sounds like you had terrific professors, and you did decide to pursue an MBA at Willamette University's Atkinson. Graduate School of Management from 2014 to 2016, and which is fantastic. And it sounds like that was a very great experience for you. I'm curious, after receiving your MBA, and before we go to break, Lan, I'd love to ask you, what inspired you to start Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company in October of 2015? <laughs> Yes, perhaps my life is just 
connect it with coffee, and it's just somehow that coffee is in the center of a thing that is surrounding me, and it get me back, it circulate me back to coffee again. So um, the the when I will actually when I start Bonmore, Oregon, I not yet I would I not yet graduate from university. Excuse me, while I'm at university MBA program, yes. It was the last semester of the program, but uh, as you know that um, I have a, a little uh, 11 year, actually he just turned 11 yesterday, and uh, uh, three years ago, um, you know, the, when you have a young student, you, you often have a story time and, and, um, yes. and mommy and daddy time together and all of that. So um, I, t- I told him many, many times that uh, how I grew up and, and what it looked like and all of that. And then one day he said, hey, we will have a bedtime story and, and we can lie down and talk. And he said, mommy, so how it, how it feel when you grow up, uh, you underneath the coffee tree, um, was it fun or hard or how? And so I asked back, I asked him the question, I said, so do you want to know how it feels? And I said, oh, yes. <laughs> and then I said, okay. And then, um, and then I said, I also meet grandpa too, which is at the time my father was in the farm. And I said, well, let me, let me think about that. And then that's it. Make long story to talk that. Um, my little guy and um, Kevin and, and me uh, head over to Vietnam and it was a, a spring break of, uh, before my graduation uh, and we, got, we went over there and visit my father and uh, when we went into the, uh, my father took Kevin and me uh, into his motorbike and drive over to the farm. This is a farm that I haven't seen it before and I just hear about that from the phone, from Skyping, but not personally, uh, physically see the farm. So my father uh, took Kevin and me into that farm, and we we have a, a great uh, time of the three generations stand, in, stand up in the farm and talk and about coffee, about life, about everything for a few hours there. And then uh, uh, at the one of the questions uh, during our conversation, it does. My father say, so uh, you have lived in the U.S. for quite a long time. <laughs> to him, quite a long yes. time. Uh, so and you, uh, do you know who to ring a coffee? Do you know who to ring a coffee? Or who have played like that? Who drink a coffee, darling? And I look at him. I say, I'm la- but I laugh, you know. I say, oh, dad. It's just moan, yes. And Land, what we're going to do is we're going to have our listeners wait to hear the answer to that question and how it inspired you to start your coffee company right after the break. So listeners, please join us as Land shares the amazing story of how she started the coffee company. Please join us. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. 
When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to my favorite coffee story. We're having such a fun show entitled Tasting the Truth About Coffee with our special guest, Lan Marbury. She's the CEO of Bon Mua, Oregon Coffee Company. And she's been talking about how she grew up on her family coffee farm in the Doc Lok province of Vietnam, southwest Vietnam, in a small village called Hoa An, and how she made it to the U.S. and ended up attending the University of Oregon, and also then getting an MBA at Willamette University. And we had just asked the question, Lan, how did you end up, or how did you get inspired to start Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company. And she was sharing how she went with her young son to Vietnam. She hadn't been back in a few years. And there she was at the coffee farm with her father. And her father asked her a very important question. And what was that, please, Lan? <laughs> Thank you. So at the time that uh, our grandpa, Kevin, and me uh, was we're having conversation and um, and uh, playing around the coffee farm, uh, coffee trees uh, in in the farm. And uh, my father he he hadn't, uh, he bring up the question that so you have been uh, living in the U.S. Uh, quite a long time now. Uh, can you uh, do you do you do you know do you know who to ring a coffee, darling? And <laughs> Mm-hmm. I look at him and I'm, I'm just smiling I, about Salavin. I said, Dad, our farm, your farm is so very small in the very small village. And, uh, you know, it's coffee is peace. Uh, in the coffee, it, I tell him a, a little bit of the uh, micro, um, uh, micro economist uh, that, uh, you know, that in the U.S., the coffee is uh, the... Annual, uh, it's a 
in the U.S., the market itself is a 450 billion in revenue uh, uh, for the in the within the coffee industries, and coffee is the second largest commodity after oil. Um, excuse me. So I talked to him a little bit about macroeconomics, and and said, and he said, "Wow, really? So our coffee is just so very small." <laughs> I said, "Yes." Uh, and so that is the question that popped me. Um, and much of the, and then we move on with the conversation uh, at the farm at that time. But you know what? Uh, since I get in, get into the airplane to fly home uh, from Vietnam, I was thinking so much about my father's question. I think that his question is just something that is just sparkling. It just light me up and it just, it just hit my heart strongly at that time so when I come back to um, uh, to Assam, Salem, Oregon I uh, was go back to school and then um, also I about a week or so later I, I make a phone call to him and then I say yes um, I don't know to answer your question that I don't know but you know what from now on as you have it your coffees um, can you please follow the direction, follow the, the step that I will guide you um, and then sell the bean instead that you have been selling the bean to the billboard, uh, go in and buy it at the farm or at the, at the house um, and into the raw coffee. Sell the bean the, the way that I asked you to process to and then please ship it to me. Okay, ship it. And so I... All of that is kind of like overnight working <laughs> many and then many nights that uh, we just not get a lie on and study and, and working uh, along the side with uh, when I wait for my father to uh, to to get up uh, to and then uh, to work with him and so uh, we start the process of studying uh, studying Monmore, Oregon uh, at that time. And you then officially started Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company in October and 2015. <laughs> and you did it. Yes, which is, I which did is it. Yay, Lynn. And so yes. you, you base the company on some very important values. And you have a mission that is really important. I love how you take part in the community. And you also have this idea that you call Taste the Truth of Coffee. Please share a little bit about what you mean about Taste the Truth of Coffee. Yes, yes. and up to today, I must, uh, before I answer your question, I would say that I am very grateful for the opportunity, for the, um, uh, for the opportunity that has allowed me to share the, the sip of coffee, the cup of coffee from us, from it's just beyond the coffee itself. It's a story of 40 years working behind the scenes of my parents, of the people that they work together with, and it, it the lies. It's not, it's it beyond, it's beyond sweat and tear and blood, I would say. It's more of a lifetime there. Um, it, it's much more of that, of that, either the coffee but go along. So the coffee is that, um, as you know, the coffee is not in the coffee industry in general. It cannot be a one person working. Coffee is involved in a lot of steps, 
up from the people, the grower, from even the 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 scientists that who do research of how the soil works, how the land works, and up to the time that to the rotor, uh, to excuse me, to the logistics, to the shipper, uh, to transfer the coffee to for us from Vietnam to here or anywhere in the world, as you know, and then come here at at our rotor, at our team member work together. Uh, floating the coffee uh, uh, to the time that uh, a burrito behind the scene. Everyone is had credit. Work together to build the community, to build this family business. And I, to me, it it has the value that I'm really uh, tied it to us is that. The passion, the passion, it, it not only, uh, it not only come from one or two days. It come with learning. It come with practice. But passion, it come from inside of you, not something that outside. I would say some, which yes. is inside of you. And then you practice, you work over time. And then trust. We work together as the team. We trust each other. We, 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 through our communication, through our accent. We take every chance, every opportunity to build a strong team and to work together to bring this coffee from Earth, from Earth to the community. So uh, that, and then on top of that is appreciation. I think that without having the, uh, the experience of growing coffee with my father from the time that I holding the coffee, the baby plant to put on the soil to, for him to grow in the farm or even the time that we Lay me, they lay me underneath the coffee tree for year, day after day, uh, for me to play with the coffee when they work in the farm, or even we stay up um, all night long to wait in for the coffee. Uh, excuse me, to wait in for the water come out from the well, so everyone, uh, so we can water the coffee. We're waiting for the moon to shine, so that we can have enough light to water the the farm. Everything of that until the harvest time and every uh, the for the hard work behind the scene uh, up to today, it to me that is a deep appreciation and the then and appreciation for, from earth to the community that who in the in Oregon Oregon in the Northwest in everywhere maybe right now in the world <laughs> is that yes. hearing this story is just a deep appreciation. To me, for me, to to everyone in the world. So yes, so the 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 passion, the trust, and the appreciation is the is an element that I we tied it to our heart in every action that we take and every commitment that we do in the community. And that is such a good point. And describing it as tasting the truth about coffee and all that goes into it, and all the steps and the people and the um, the relationships, it, it really is a great way to describe tasting the truth of coffee. So thank you for describing that, Lan. And also a little bit about your team, because it sounds like they also all have this appreciation of what goes into it. And you set such a good example about that. And I think now your father must be so happy that you can share with him about the customers that you know who are enjoying your coffee and enjoying his coffee 
coffee because you were voted, you are often called the best coffee in Salem, Oregon, and you have many retailers that are now carrying your coffee, and you have relationships with those retailers and relationship with the customers, so that must be so gratifying. You grow your Arabica coffee. I know you started with Robusta, and you've, I think you grow maybe about 8,000 kilos of organic green beans uh, every year, if I'm not mistaken. And we've talked a little bit about your elevation of 5,200 feet. I think it'd be great to share with our listeners how you're also very careful with the environment. And so you're you're careful in how you treat the trees. You don't use pesticides, but you've learned to use flowering bat- black pepper vines as a natural deterrent to bugs. Please tell us a little bit more about that. So, uh, at the at the time that uh, we were st- uh, stood up and uh, in the farm in in Vietnam a few years ago, is that uh, I was very surprised of seeing uh, my seeing a lot of uh, black pepper grow around the the farm, and and uh, I asked my dad, so why you grow a lot of pepper nowadays uh, in the coffee farm, and and you know, and he said, you know what. Um, the the book he explained to me that the book they they love the honeys um they love the honey of the coffee cherry but when when they stay when they smell the black pepper they lay off the coffee and so I say wow that's a very very uh kind a of very innovative so that not only that you uh and he said that you see as now I can also have it the black pepper as well as it's been sharing me a kind of uh, a ton of money for for the spending for other elements for the farm as well. So at the time, I thought then I just said with him that yes, that is what I hear. But in in example, like in in the Northwest and especially in Oregon, people grow a lot of um, people grow grapes. Especially, I live in the central, the heart of Willamette, uh, Willamette Valley, and we grow a lot of grapes. And some of the grape grower who Taught me that when the because to keep the deer eating the grapes, they grow the uh, the rosemary around it, rosemary okay. around it, so the deer not go into the room. I said, oh, well, that's a very interesting part of that. But anyway, yes, so that is the part. I am I am really thankful that my dad not only just um, uh, try to uh, uh, to um, grow in the very um, the focused on the high element, focused on the high quality of the coffee uh, plant that he has. But also he delivered the um, uh, the product that comes, like product come from a small farmer like my father. It helps saving the soil and it supports the environmental at the, at, you know, we more talk, focus on the organic grow process nowadays. So uh, that is a great point of that. And yes. Um, yes, and I think it's fantastic, Lynn, how you also sell the peppercorns as well. So not only does it help against the bugs, but you also can that's a whole nother market for you. So that's been great. We have about two minutes before we go to break, and we've heard a lot about how special your father is to you, and I'm sure your mother as well. But You've learned so much from your family, and I know they're also very proud of what you've accomplished. How would you describe 
all the things you've learned from your father. I know you've learned about hard work, especially as you've described how he works so hard. But in a few sentences, how would you describe what you've learned from him? My father, he's a very, uh, yes, as you said, that he's a very hardworking person. He has a strong, uh, very, um, uh, very consistent in what, what he's doing and very, I would say, the very patient uh, as well as also the strong uh, perseverance because to him is that life is not easy, not always easy. Life is a challenge, especially as he goes through difficult time in life, he knows that. And especially with the farmer, the small uh, farmer at the poor, I consider as a poor farmer uh, growing coffee like my father with five children. It's not like it's not always easy for him. It's, but with him is that he very kind of strong guy, very delicate, have a strong delicacy in the thing that he he does or thing that he did in, 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 in his life. And especially, I learned a lot of time that, uh, as you know, that even the the side of the, he a very, also an intelligent guy in terms of mathematics too. So at, when we were young, we very much learning on the, the math besides a few hours in school, we learned a lot of mathematics from him and chemistry from him. It can be that the way that he worked with the coffee, with the soil, it's more scientific to him. And that way we, we learn from him a strong, again, that he, uh, in, not only he's very intelligent, very delicate, delicate person and have a strong perseverance. That is the yeah. kind of element I could, the quality that I could find from my father nowadays. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And when we come back after the break, listeners, we're going to be asking Lan how she works with the roasters and how she also feels that the relationship she has with the roasters as well as with customers is very important right after the break. So please join us. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. Success doesn't come by chance. It's a decision to take a chance on you. Attending the University of Choice is a goal, but not a guarantee. Dr. Cynthia Cologne offers you the formula of going from good, better, to best, and increasing those chances of receiving that yes to your dream university. Get the one-to-one attention every student needs to succeed. Tune into Destination University, live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. We're chatting with Lan Marbury. She's the CEO of Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company. And for 40 years, they've been growing delicious coffee in Vietnam. And we were just talking about all the amazing things that Lan had learned from her family and her father. And we were going to ask Lan about how she works with the roasters there in Oregon and and the importance of relationships to her. So if you could talk a little bit about that, Lan, that would be great. Yes, thank you. Um, so um, with the um, with our rotor, I tell you that uh, it, I always call him as our hero. He he actually uh, very much like a guru to me in the coffee, um, <laughs> in the coffee industry. He like a guru to me uh, because he been roasting coffee in the last fifteen years consistently, and he have strong passion for coffee. As he grow up in the the area that must grow coffee as well, grow a lot of coffee as well. So, um, you know, um, there were an uh, old friend uh, who also joining our team at the beginning um, of the operation. And then um, we um, we went over and meet, um, so I would say Bert Otis is our rotor, and uh, meet with Bert. And then uh, actually, we, we, would, we did not go there with the attention of having him roasting our coffee. I, the, first, the very first 50 kilograms of coffee that my father shipped over to me from Vietnam, the very first shipment uh, three years ago, was that we were, our team members just say that we go over to meet with the gentleman. He'd been roasting coffee in the last 15 years and tell him about your coffee. So... At first, actually, we just tried to sell the green coffee to him, the green coffee bean to him. <laughs> and then yes. when we went over and we all sit down and talk about coffee and, and how I, he know about earth and we know about them and all of that. And then the next thing is that he said that bring your coffee over here. I will wrote it for you. And oh my God, oh. I, I would say, no, it's beyond my word that I describe. And then every 
every bad of coffee after that he has been consistently work with is we go through the different profile we analyze different way of protein different number that is suitable with the protein that he uh, he has and then we finalize what is the best for, for with our bean for how it consistent the moisture how it can be consistent with the flavored profile and all of that is as a teamwork nowadays and he been actually one thing I am very grateful for our router it has at the when we when he first wrote in our coffee he really he did all of that is a complimentary is that it's tell a word to me uh, because saying that Oh, you're still in college. Uh, finishing your graduate school first and then continue this. Let me do the work. And so all of that is, I'm very grateful for, for the opportunity to meet our router up to today. And we've been working together at great team and we have a strong, um, very solid conversation. And he does wrote a coffee every Sunday. Every Sunday okay. and sometime during the week, like Wednesday or Thursday, if we run out of the uh, coffee, we run out of the roasted coffee, we, he had to like a supplement, like emergency roasting for us and all of that. And then besides that, we also supply the green coffee to many of the local roasters here in, uh, actually, it in now in Oregon, Washington, in, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, Wisconsin um, and all um, New Auckland, uh, Louisiana, and all of that, and some in Colorado. So I'm very fortunate. fortunate I mean, to work with Bert, with Bert Otis as a team uh, member, and I also call him a, a hero for for writing a copy. <laughs> Yeah, well, you've made a great team, and I think everyone there at Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company just does a great job in providing your customers wonderful, delicious coffee. And I, I also think it's noteworthy that not only are you providing wonderful coffee, you're also making such a contribution contribution to the community and we touched on this slightly in the beginning how you do so much good in being involved in the community and you've established a scholarship fund for the community a scholarship foundation tell us a little bit more about how you're involved in the community land uh, yes so we <laughs> we continue to do our best but as you know, um, I always talk to our team. Uh, we talk together that the best is yet to come. So there is much more that I, I hope to do, and I want so much to do it in, in the community. Um, what we have done is just, it just, to me, it's just very little compared with what I have received, the support from the community of everyone of each customer or even know the customer from the retailer or from the, uh, the green or uh, the rotor, every uh, the people that give us support to us is much more than uh, whatever we able to give back. And we continue to do that. We, we work with the, uh, we work with different uh, non-profits um, organizations here in Oregon, in the Northwest, some of the research center, um, and uh, perhaps that I, because I grew up in 
in the family farm and at the at the oldest child of the I have me behind behind me were four siblings. So I love children. I probably take care of my young sibling a lot when I was young and so now it just to me is being a, a, a mother and of a young child. I also in love with with children and sometimes it's not only seeing things through your eye, you have to see things through your heart and you have to have yes. a, your heart on your eye as well at that moment. So you, there is a lot that I need to work toward to complete what I might dream to do and especially I also with the elderly population as well that um, uh, I, I just I have a wonderful grandma who I grew up with, who I slept with until I'm 18 years <laughs> and in, in the farm wow. when mom when mom and dad working in the farm. For that reason, a lot more for me to uh, to focus different population. But I, I really uh, support the um, the young children uh, in the in the community, and I want to continue doing that with the scholarship foundations. Uh, Bonmore Oregon Scholarship Foundation nowadays, I, uh, we have been able to just, uh, allocate, uh, some of, uh, uh, the, uh, fund into the, uh, into this, uh, school, into some, uh, the families, but a lot, a lot more that we will continue to do our best to, to say this, to say our heart, to say our attention, our heart to everyone that we can in the community at the park of appreciation and gratefulness back to the community. You have such a big heart, Lan, and thank you. We're very grateful to you as you do so much. And I know how busy you are, and you're a wonderful mother to your son, and you do a great job running Bon Mua Oregon Coffee Company. What would you say are some of your favorite parts of running the company? Mm-hmm. I would say that... Um, uh, well, there are many, <laughs> many yes. things. Uh, you know what? Up to today, when one time I probably hear the, the quote that uh, some famous uh, person um, say that if you love what you do, you you never work the day in your life, right? And yes. to be honest with you, sometimes I find that the, the work of the running, operating the coffee business is it's a very very fun very it's a challenging sometimes it's competitive but it's a very fun and very motivated uh, work uh, activities i love to talk to people so much uh, because perhaps at the the sharing part of the the uh, coffee behind the scene the behind the scene work uh, is a much more and people curious about how the coffee grow how um how the how it be rotated, how it um, how it survive in the in the farm and on the the kind of physics of the planting coffee, uh, how it turn out. It's a very very uh, interesting um, curiosity uh, of the, some people that you never see coffee before. But um, I really love to um, sharing if anything that I can do to share the to lift the the day up of the cup with the cup uh, for for people working in the coffee industry is is my job and also with also the part that um um I uh, I have an opportunity to work with many retailers uh, in the Northwest 
so far and I am very grateful that I go in and uh, if I can say a, a cup of coffee, a, a sample in a cup of coffee and to talk to the customer and hear, this, hear them talking about not only me talk to them, but I want to listen every word that I want to know about coffee is a part of having also the customer relationship uh, that we support each other in this community. And that takes us back to the importance of relationships and how you foster those relationships. And and I'm sure that as your customers hear about how coffee has grown and all that goes into it and how you share about tasting the truth about coffee and all the people that are involved in making that coffee to come together. Uh, you, you just bring that to life for your customers. So thank you for sharing that. So as we close, Lan, and quickly for our listeners, in maybe about 30 seconds, how would you then describe your dreams? Um, I, I am hoping that... Uh, um, the especially the um the every everything every action uh everything that we do within the coffee um that we said to you um I bring the truth of for the taste the feel yes. the look uh, of its coffee beans or its cup of coffee it has to be consistent with the quality with the bag with the heart that we book, we put into it for, to you and uh, to me, it has um, bring in a new, a positive culture, a culture of believing the optimism because that is the most thing that I see from the people give to us. The positivity and the belief throw each cup of coffee is allow me the opportunity to make the my dream come true um, to to say the the coffee and say the work uh, from. Uh, 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 from at the uh, family at the coffee grower to you, so we will continue do the best that we uh, we can to show you in the community. And you really have, Lan, and we just have been so happy to share this time with you, and thank you for joining us. Lan Marbury, CEO of Bonmua, Oregon Coffee Company. It's been such an honor to have you, so thank you so much. And Listeners, thank you for joining us today as we've been talking about experiences with land, what what it was like to live on a coffee farm in Vietnam, to run a coffee company, Bon Mua, Oregon Coffee Company, the lessons she learned from her family and how she can answer the question of who are the customers drinking their family's coffee and also helping our community. And listeners, if you'd like to continue the conversation you can always send questions to orders at anikona.com or you can receive our anikona gift at anikona.com we've been so happy to be together thanks again land for joining us we wish you all a wonderful aloha thank you for taking an hour out of your busy week to join us on my favorite coffee story Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Aniko Samoji, next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, we hope you'll have a relaxing week.